The Beacon, celebrating when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Well, good morning and welcome to The Beacon. My name is Jeff Blake, and I'm stepping in again for another week as your host, as Steve Woods takes some uh, deserved time off and working on some other projects, and I'm blessed to be with you this morning. Again, this is The Beacon, and it's a show uh, sponsored by Phoenix Christian, not necessarily about Phoenix Christian, although we have a couple of our beautiful students in the, in the studio this morning with us. But what we have is a show that has really become a front row seat to celebrate what God's doing in our city. And as you heard in the opening tagline, when God uses the unexplainable to do the unexpected. And this morning, even off air, as we've sat with our guests and and shared hearts and shared stories and testimony, that's already been a part of the nature of the, of the conversation this morning. And I'm excited uh, that you've joined us. This is a show that you're not going to want to miss. This is a special edition of The Beacon in which we have an op- another opportunity to celebrate and draw a spotlight, um, pull the cover back on what, go- what God's doing in our city. And it's often um, hidden and unknown. You know, I'm aware up and down Indian School Road every day I'm, I've been told that there's 70,000 cars that travel up and down Indian School Road, uh, passing by around 23rd Avenue and around 19th Avenue. And if that happens to be a little part of your neck of the woods, I want to let you know of some pretty exciting things that are going on that are going on in our neighborhood. And I want to start off with, with introducing the guests that we have in our studio. And, and why don't we do ladies first and introduce a couple students. And we'll start with Daniela. Hi, my name is Daniela. I'm a student at Phoenix Christian. And what year are you, Daniela? I am a senior now. That's incredible. And sitting next to you is Daisy. Hi, I'm Daisy. Um, I'm a sophomore at Phoenix Christian. A sophomore. All right. Now, Daniela, next to you, we've got one of your one of your coaches, which is where we're going to carry the conversation here. Hi, I'm Coach Amanda Lopez, and I'm the varsity volleyball coach at Phoenix Christian. Welcome. And next to you, Amanda, is? I'm Rosario Lopez. I'm the JV and assistant varsity coach at Phoenix Christian. Welcome. Well, why don't, why don't we start? Um, obviously, if, if the listener's picking up, this is going to carry a theme of volleyball. But I think everyone in the room acknowledges this is far bigger than volleyball. Of yeah, course. Definitely. And so why don't we start off, um, introduce yourselves. Rosario, we'll start with you. Help the listener get to know you, and then we're going to unpack uh, the dynamics of this story and where this, where this journey takes us. Well, it, it is a big story. Uh, there's a lot behind it. Um, I guess a little bit of the backstory is I recently retired in 2018 from the Phoenix Police Department after uh, 25 years of service. And um, as an officer, I had the pleasure of, of doing many dynamic things within the city of Phoenix. One of the biggest things that I really enjoyed doing was working with the community. So it's always been really close to my heart. Um, I was a community action officer for many years, was able to develop many block watch organizations, fight back communities that really just taught the community how to take their communities back, especially in areas like 19th Avenue and Indian School Corridor down to 23rd Avenue corridor. Um, We know that there's a lot of things that are happening there, some good, some things that can be improved upon. But as an officer, it taught me a lot of uh, communication skills, being able to deal with people that were in diverse communities, and then be able to actually help them. Well, I also did something on the side. I was a volleyball coach. So I started a volleyball club in 2004 called the Arizona Soros Volleyball Club. And it really became a ministry over the years 
where I was able to get young ladies to come into our volleyball club, some deserving, needing help uh, with finances and so on, but we didn't turn them away. We always thought that we need to invest in them. It didn't matter how they came to us, where they came from, what they had, what they didn't have. It was all about teaching them the fundamentals and basic skills of life. And so with that, our volleyball club grew. So since 2004, we, we have seen 60 of our players go off to play college volleyball. We were involved in, we are incredibly blessed. We've won 10 state championships, three national titles. We, and these are, these are things that we look at as accomplishments, but the biggest accomplishment was all the lives we touched along the way all the families we were able to help, everything that we were able to do and invest in their lives, which now they come back to us and tell us, you saved my life, you were the biggest influence in our lives, you were stern, you were tough, but you taught me how to survive, and I feel I can do anything. So then we feel that all those medals and all those trophies, they are worth something to look at, but it's what we don't see. It's the investment in these people that is our biggest accomplishment. So that's a little bit about who I am. That's kind of my mission. That's the idea that we come from, and um, it's only getting bigger now. I've always said that I believe in the idea that God will trust you with certain territories. And to enlarge your territory, you must be a good steward with what he gives you. We were a good steward. We feel that we were being good stewards, and now God has opened up the doors even bigger. And... We're not afraid to walk through them, so we're hit, we're facing it head on, and in a few minutes we're going to share with you what we're doing, and it's it's incredible. That's a great tease, and I I really appreciate that. Now remind me, just in case I missed it, when did when did your intersect with the sport of volleyball begin? Um, well, in two thousand four. Really? Um, so what happened was I was working uh, an off duty job for the police department, and there was a volleyball uh, event happening at a school, and I went to the volleyball coach and I said, you know. I have a daughter named Amanda who's sitting next to me, and at that time she was 10 years old. Well, she was severe asthmatic, in and out of the hospital. There was a lot of things that were going on in her life, and I knew that sports were going to be something that was going to be good for her just because of her her having asthma, and I looked for an indoor sport. Well, I thought, you know, I'm not a real tall person, so perhaps really basketball is not going to be the thing, and, you know, volleyball, yeah, you know, we can do that. So I got connected. Well, the next thing you know it, I'm coaching volleyball, and I'm being mentored by some really great coaches in the Valley. And um, one thing led to another, and we started our own club. That's amazing. Yeah, so Unexpected. I was in the right place at the right time, and I think God put me there for that reason, for that particular job, to meet those particular people, which launched an entire new world for us that's just grown. So. It would never have dreamed would it happen. It would have never happened. I, I can guarantee that had I not been there that particular day and met those people, we wouldn't be sitting here. It just it wouldn't have happened because that road brought us to where we're at today. And it was it, it's hand in hand. So I know it's a blessing now. Looking back, I didn't realize it then, but it's it's made this possible. That's incredible. Unexpected unexpected, unexpected. to do the unex, to do the unexplainable. Amanda, tell us a little bit about you. I, you know, I'm sitting out here listening to your dad, and I've been a teacher all my life. Um, love time with students, but I've said it before on the show, I'm envious of the relationship that coaches have with their, with their athletes. 
there's something special, there's something different. You're our head volleyball coach. That's not the only thing that defines you. Help us to get to know who you are. So I am the head volleyball coach. I have been coaching going on my 14th year, which seems like a very long time, but it goes by <laughs> so fast. Um, I'm also a mom. Um, and I, I don't know. I think coaching and the relationship that you develop with the girls and their families is something unremarkable. It's more than just being on the court and training them and you know, maybe giving them a hard time. The girls say I'm a tough coach. I don't know what that's about. Is that true, ladies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see a nod of heads. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you learn how to – I kind of see in the athletes parts of myself in them, and I can remember being in their shoes mm -hmm. and going through the struggle of how do you balance school and play sports and – okay, well, how do you become good at your sport? How do you become a good person in general? How do you follow what's in front of you? What is it that God is giving me here? Why am I here going through what to the girls sometimes seem crazy or hard? What, what are these struggles that I'm putting myself through and why is God putting me into this position? So when I'm with the girls, I can kind of see that in them and I can see, okay, well, for Daniela, as an instance, we, we call her Nina. So when Nina's on the court, if, if she didn't have, let's say she had a rough day at school or family life isn't the greatest or, you know, just what, whatever's going on, you can see that. I can see that in their faces and recognize it and maybe give them extra words of encouragement or loving or, you know, hey, how's school? What's going on? How's your family? What do you need? Is there anything I can do for you? And sometimes she just says, I'm okay. And even though I know she's not okay, mm -hmm. okay. And then I just push her a little harder. And it's just, it kind of becomes a very unbreakable bond as a coach, especially in school and in the club world. Um, because we have a lot of girls that have come, like my dad said, in and out of our program, kind of been raised by us. Like there's girls that we had from the time they were 10 and now they're sophomores, juniors, seniors in college. Some have gone out of college and we, you know, we get blessed. We get to go to their weddings and, you know, they see my dad and I and they cry because we're, we're their family. And it's just, it becomes more. It's not just volleyball. It's not just, it's a it's vehicle. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting reflecting on listening to the testimony of, of your dad as an officer working with some difficult situations. Mm -hmm. um, and then here's an opportunity to invest and invest systemically in the lives of students long term um, to be an impact in the community and, 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 and to work on that. Um, I've got to ask, too, uh, father-daughter coaching combo. Yeah. What's that like? Um, well, it wasn't always this. <laughs> when I was an athlete and just – so I was blessed. We started with a – actually, the founding volleyball club – um, in Arizona. So we started with Arizona Juniors. And after that, my dad became my coach. And he didn't know anything about volleyball. He was a soccer guy. That's his love. And so he learned it because of myself. And that was a rough relationship at first, learning how to balance. You're my dad, but you're my coach. And you're yelling at me, but you're my dad. So what's the <laughs> difference here? And then as like time grew on and we had our club, he would tell me he knew what he wanted it to look like, but he didn't know the words for it. And so we just kind of grew and I'd help him with explaining to the girls what the footwork is actually is or what the drill is called. Well, and well if, if I might add though there's there's some things that Amanda's leaving out 
I mean, as a volleyball player, she became very accomplished very quickly. Um, she was able to go to California, join the uh, United States High Performance programs where she really learned how to coach. She was being taught by the best. Wow. So a lot of that growth and development in our club, it came from Amanda. Mm -hmm. uh, she was able to bring that back into our club and show us what it needs to look like. So she's not taking that credit, but she really should. There you go, Coach. Well, listen, you've, you've chosen a, a great show to listen to this morning as this show is going to be full of God doing unexpected things to do the unexplainable things. It's happening right in the heart of our city. Lives are being changed. You're going to learn how you can get involved and where the story goes from here. Thank you for taking time to listen to The Beacon. We appreciate it. See you soon. The Beacon is presented by Phoenix Christian, a school celebrating excellence in education since 1949. Learn more at phoenixchristian.org. Well, there you heard it. This, this last year at Phoenix Christian, we celebrated our 70th homecoming. I don't know if many people noticed, but the school, you can trace its history back all the way back to 1904. But beginning in 1949 on the corner of 19th Avenue and Indian School, some visionaries created what would then be Phoenix Christian High School and has now grown. Next year we'll have infants all the way through seniors and we're just excited for the growth and what God's doing. And this, is, this, this morning is not about Phoenix Christian, but about is what, what God's doing in our neighborhood. And we want to celebrate and affirm and applaud and encourage with every opportunity. And a couple members of our neighborhood are sitting here with me and I wanted the listener to get to know a little bit about some lives. Um, active and vibrant in the heart of our city. And we're going to start with, with Daniela. Help us to get to know a little about who you are. Well, I go to Phoenix Christian. I'm a senior. Um, I love Phoenix Christian. I'm part of the volleyball program at Phoenix Christian, and I also play at Arizona Saguaros with Coach Lopez and Coach Amanda. Um, and Arizona Saguaros is? A volleyball club. It's a club volleyball program. Pretty cool. Yes. yes. Um, I I think volleyball has really been like the shaper on my life because <laughs> that's a good word. Yeah. So I guess school has always been like just something that's been hard for me, and especially with like family life. I've have divorced parents, and um, dad's not really around that much, so it's usually just me and my mom. And my mom works all the time, so I don't really see her that much. And volleyball has always been like an escape for me somewhere that I, where I can just go and just play and I can forget about my family life or about how bad of a school day I had or the essay that I have to turn in the next day. Um, and I've really been blessed with the coaches that I have now because, well, as you heard, Amanda really does encourage us and she pushes us, but it's just tough love. <laughs> I know that she she cares about me and she knows that I can reach the full potential that she knows that I have and it just boosts my confidence and it just makes me feel really loved and it's just like a second home to me where I can just express myself I can get all my feelings on the court and just focus on volleyball and 
it's just something that I really give like glory to God for because if it wasn't for volleyball I really don't know where I'd be right now it's something that's impacted me something that I've used to impact others and it's something that I just I would love to continue on after high school and I'm just really I'm really blessed and I'm really grateful to God about you know a couple things Danielle as I listen to you and reflect um, our God's a giver mm-hmm. he loves to give good gifts to us um, yeah. a beautiful morning this morning but in your life, he's given you a game that gives you life. Mm-hmm. Um, as, you, as there's different dimensions of struggle, the struggle of academics, the struggles of growing up. And he's given you a sport um, where you find life and yeah. vitality. <laughs> and what I also heard you say is that part of what gives you life, is there's, there's, there's struggle and challenge with it. Yeah, um, definitely. It's, it's a growth. You, just, you start somewhere and you just learn from it. it just, it's a really humbling experience. And as an educator, I can't help but um, but be encouraged that, and I think I've already heard the coaches highlight that, that, um, that there's lots of life lessons that come with athletics mm-hmm. that you can't teach in any other venue that yeah. translate to the woman that you're becoming. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty amazing. I think, the other, I think the other thing I wanted to highlight about God is he's a creator. Mm-hmm. And he created the game, yeah. and he's given it to us, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it brings you joy. And, and I want, you know, when... That warms his heart, and there's a smile on his face when you're competing. Mm-hmm. So, Daisy, help us to get to know who you are a little bit. So, um, I'm a sophomore in high school. I have two brothers who graduated from Phoenix Christian. Um, I've been at Phoenix Christian for about four years. Well, I'm going on my fourth year. Um, volleyball and Phoenix Christian have had like a huge impact on my life um, because when I went like when I started at Phoenix Christian is when I started playing volleyball and got involved in like school and so I feel like both of them have helped like my growth in my Christian life and have helped me grow with my family members and just impacted my life in ways that I couldn't even imagine Um, and I was blessed to have Coach Rosario, Coach Amanda, to help me through this journey. And they've helped me grow as a person on and off the court. Um, and Phoenix Christian has two. And I just, yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about that for a minute, a little bit off the court. What's that look like? Um, they've helped my attitude, so I didn't always have Okay, now, Daisy, look. Like What does that mean? Um, I haven't always had well, like. Well, a may I say something? Can I step in? <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. So you know, when I when I first met uh, Daisy, you Here know, I, I I saw I saw a little something there, and I and I and I would go to Amanda and I'd say, you know, let's let's give her a little extra. Let's uh, you know, let's love on her a little bit because uh, mm-hmm. she needs that right now, and let's get her in. And she needs to know that she belongs here, and she needs to to feel welcome, and. Um, so I, I'm, I'm hopefully we got that point across. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. Do, do you do you know the coaches are seeing this sometimes? Do you think oh, these are teachers, these are coaches? I don't know how what they're seeing here. Or... No, like I don't know, but both school and volleyball, like they help me escape from like kind of like reality. So when I have like a bad day, going to volleyball just is like my. Sh- stress-free mm-hmm. zone and like I forget about everything mm-hmm. and I'm just like there play volleyball you know I have a volleyball mentality I want to get it done get the work done and then playing volleyball has helped me come closer to God having two Christian coaches 
help me like on my path with God and they always like make sure I'm on like the right path and don't steer away and yeah that's huge you know and I, I can't help but affirm here too I, as a parent um entrusting my children to coaches well, and I had the pleasure of coaching your daughter <laughs> yeah we did that was awesome that is our blessing is 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 my responsibilities in life have expanded with family and my responsibilities at the school expanded every day is an is an eye-opener for me on the body of Christ of that I you have gifts I don't and I need you I need you as a parent I need you as a team member at school not in the, I need you as a team member in our community as Christians we're called to be salt and light changing our community yes. and here on one side of the street is a school seeking to do that every day and just a, and a few blocks down is a sports complex with with a passion to be a light and a beacon in our community you're partnering in this room. We're partnering as a parent. My daughter's entrusted under your all your care. These young ladies, it's a it's a beautiful image of the body of Christ and how much we need each other. And even though I've given 25 years of my life to education, to hear these these two young ladies share a testimony of tangible and practical ways um, that still. Our reminder, and I want to get in the car here as soon as we're done, drive back to school and work a little harder today, um, knowing what these these environments and what these coaches provide for you guys. So, Daisy, let's go back just for a second. This 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 attitude thing's what's getting better. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it helped me a lot, come a long way. I find myself to be more coachable than I used to be. So, yeah. Amen. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm proud of you. Okay, so in this next segment, we're going to unpack um, some new horizons for the sports complex, what God's doing in the Rosario family, a little bit of more story from our, from our students in the room. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Thanks for listening to The Beacon. The Beacon is made possible by Phoenix Christian and listeners like you. Welcome back. You're listening to The Beacon, a show brought to you by Phoenix Christian on 960 The Patriot, when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. And we're talking volleyball this morning, but we're talking far more than volleyball. We're talking about life and life change. And I want to pick up with a little something called Coach's Talks at the End of Practice. Right? Let's, can we go there for a second? And I understand that in, in, a, in, one, in a regular frequency of the coaches' talks, there's a little question of, what is your why? Daniela, you and I are making eye contact. What in the world is meant by what is your why? I think it's just like your reasoning to play, like, what's, your, what's the purpose behind it? And it's something that's, it's like a, such a small phrase, but it's really impactful. And it's something that really gets you to think, like, why am I playing? Why? What's my purpose here? What am I going to do? And it, and it doesn't always have to be, like, my purpose is going to college or my purpose is getting better. It could be my purpose is to help others or to encourage others or to get someone up like me or someone even better than me. And it's just it's just something really impactful. So on a, on a regular evening, you're, you're at the sports complex, you're working out, you're practicing, learning skills— but you're also figuring out your why. Yes. So it's like finding your identity. And so you're kind of walking through this, reflecting on this, and all of a sudden 
a light bulb goes off for you. Yeah. And wait a minute, I think I figured out my why. Yeah. Um, it was with volleyball. It's always been something that I've worked really hard towards. Something that I really want to be something uh, successful in. And a lot of like through my journey in volleyball, I was doubted a lot, and I was, you know, like I was degraded a lot. People didn't think I was good enough or that I wasn't going to make it anywhere. Or, like, I would, people had never thought that I would make it on varsity or any, any, like, any of that. And it just made me push even more. And when Coach Rosario asked me, like, what's my why, I really, like, began to think about it. And I was thinking of all the times that I was doubted and, and how good it feels to, like, jump over that and really find my identity and, and say that, no, I'm good enough or, no, I can work hard and I can make it here. And it's just something that really impacts me both in volleyball and life. And it's something that, like, it's just working hard. I just like working hard, and I like working hard outside of school and in school, whether it's a job or just a conversation with my friend or volleyball. It's I just want to work hard, and I want to prove others wrong, and I, w- I want to prove myself wrong, saying that, no, don't listen to all those thoughts. Like, you're good enough. You're going to make it. And my goal right now is just making it into college volleyball and it's it's just something that that's like you 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 can you can do it you got to work hard so just work even harder and that's that's just something that's always stuck with me that's beautiful and the, and, and the, the secret is Daniela even adults yeah. are working through that and, re- and figuring that out and refining that every day Daisy do you want to add something here about this this why question yeah um so it took me a while to understand what it actually meant. Um, when I figured out the purpose and like why I wanted to continue playing volleyball, um, it had a lot to do with like my family and just like I don't know, keeping them happy and just trying to prove that you can be an athlete and do school and keep your good grades. Um, at school, I try my best to get no lower than like an 88. That's my lowest high school grade. Um, so I try to keep my grades up and I still try my best to manage volleyball and make it on time and go as much as I can. And I just thought that my purpose was like on the court was to always glorify God. So when I'm playing, I just like to play my heart out like it's my last game. I like to just do it like you know, I don't know if tomorrow's guaranteed, but I'm going to play it today like it's my last game. And, yeah, that's that, just... That translates beautifully in a lot of different... That's cool. That's <laughs> cool you. and inspiring and encouraging. Coaches, let's talk about that, this, this notion of mm-hmm. the girls learning leadership, why they're going about it, and their passion. I think because of our expectations that we put on the girls and we're very realistic and we list everything. Okay, this is what you guys need to do. This is why you need to do it. And then we back it up with, you know, positive words of affirmation. You can do it. It is okay that it's hard. It's a little hard now and it'll get easier. Just keep pushing through. Keep doing it. And I think because we keep giving them those positive words, they learn how to, first of all, do it. And then they believe in it because they see it work. And then they speak that life into others. So that's how they are able to become leaders because they kind of work through it in like baby steps, basically. That's terrific. Well, I think the the leadership comes when when they do find their why, and it and it has to be a strong why. It's what I told them. It has to be something that they can uh, you know go through walls with. And um, I think when that happens, and it and they discover it, 
they all of a sudden just become better players. It's it, the light bulb comes on. That's amazing. And I saw the, the their eyes light up when they were talking about this why question. It's enormously impactful. All right, this is the big one. You're going to want to stay tuned. Learn what God's doing right in the heart of our city. Change is happening. You're going to want to stay tuned. Thank you for listening to The Beacon. Phoenix Christian believes strongly in its rich history and bright future. Now equipping students from pre-K through 12th grade. Learn how you can help continue its legacy of Christ-centered education at phoenixchristian.org forward slash support. You're listening to The Beacon, presented by Phoenix Christian. Well, good morning and welcome back. And I really hope you've, you've, you've tuned in to hear really what is, an, what is an unfolding story. And this show is called The Beacon, and it was born out of our, our yearbook years and years and years ago. But as we sat and developed the concept of the show, what we wanted was to be a lighthouse drawing attention to what God's really, really doing in our community and give the listener a front row seat that God is active, he's on the move, and we get the opportunity to celebrate it and, and shine a light on it. And this morning, I, I trust you've, you've, you've heard about an organization called the Arizona Swirls Volleyball Club. Yes. Um, give us a, just a sense of, of your program. We've touched on a little bit, but it's focus, it's mission, and a little bit about it. Okay. Um, well, I mean, the Arizona Saguaro's Volleyball Club was created for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I, I wanted to give my daughters an opportunity to play competitive volleyball. And that's where it started. Um, I didn't realize that God had ignited a flame in my heart to do more than that. I didn't realize where it was going to go. And, and um, along the way, we grew a lot as volleyball coaches, but as an organization as well. And we've had the opportunity to touch many lives along the way. I think the the overall mission, though, of our club was back then and still is today, and that is to make uh, make kids better, make their lives better, make the families' lives better, uh, a way out, a place that's safe, and a place that they can come to and and ex- explore who they really are. Well, a few minutes ago, we talked about a why uh, question that we ask our our players. And I don't think they realize how significant that is. I don't think many people, just in general, ever really question themselves and say, who am I and what am I supposed to do? They're used to being told what to do. They're used to being told who they are and what they're going to be, as opposed to who am I really? And I think our club does a good job in creating that identity, that self-identity, that question, and it gives people good direction. And... um I think we're going to stick with that. I think that's the mission of our club. I think that's uh, that's what's made us successful. Um, not in the success, successful way of thinking that we have hundreds of kids in our club, but we have the right kids. Uh, we have the right families, and they come to us because of that. And just like this show, it's a beacon, mm-hmm. and it's a beacon in the community. You mm-hmm. know, And now that we're at 23rd Avenue and Indian School Road um, inside the Central Sports Complex, we've become a larger beacon and now we're connecting to groups like Phoenix Christian High School. And um, it's, it's off the charts for us. So let's talk about that. In, in your own life story, in your own life narrative, here you are serving in law enforcement. Yes. God plants a seed, an intersect, a trajectory that wouldn't fully express itself for 
what, 18 years later? 19 what, years, 19 years. 19 years later, God uses an unexpected element mm -hmm. to do an unexplainable element. Here you are now, if we could, uh, in a physical beacon, mm -hmm. 23rd Avenue and Indian School, something's happening there. Yes. So we, last year I was able to talk to the owner, uh, the landlord of the, of the complex, and it appeared to me as though the complex was in disarray. There was some companies that were going in and out. They weren't really, uh, wasn't really successful. And there's been a couple of companies that have gone in there and have folded. And um, I approached the owner and said, you know, this is my, my idea. I'd like to come in and, and bring my volleyball program in and start a sports complex. Not thinking of where it was going to go or what this would become, it seemed seamless to be able to come in there and right away write up a contract, right away be able to get in, and everything just seemed to fall into place quickly, even faster than I really wanted it to. It was almost like I had to put on the brakes a little bit, but God was saying, no, we're not putting on the brakes. We're going full bore on this because there's there's lots of things that need to be done. And um, so I went ahead and said, okay, well, let's incorporate this. Let's do this right. Let's make sure that, that we're solid and we incorporate it as a central sports complex. And, I mean, you can Google us. You'll find us on Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, we have our own Facebook, I mean, a web page on Google. And um, and through that, we've been able to, to all of a sudden now establish something concrete in that neighborhood that we believe is going to become its own beacon. So one of the things is I talked to my, my daughter, Amanda. I said, you know, Phoenix Christian is right down the road. I know that they have a heart for God. I know that it's a place that we can connect. And this is before we even got the coaching jobs at Phoenix Christian. And um, next thing you know, we're coaching at Phoenix Christian High School. So it was <laughs> that kind happened of happened quick. It was too. kind of amazing. Yeah. It was almost like we spoke that into existence just by merely suggesting God said, You're right. Or, Yes, you're on the right track yeah. and made that happen. Well, now we come back and, and we start talking about the complex and how Phoenix Christian is right down the street. We're over here and we're kind of building this in a corridor that is a place that it really needs, you know, uh, fellowship and, and needs a, an environment that can deter things that are happening there that are kind of undesirable. Uh, we all of a sudden now we're on both ends of this this corridor, but we're we're beacons and we're places that can work together to create a, a, the community and build that community. So uh, we didn't expect that to happen. And to take it a little step further, <laughs> we began to ponder the idea that this could become a community building. This could be a place that's even bigger than just a complex. And that notion never really entered my mind. And I know that's that's a God thing. I know God is saying, uh, you know, Rosario, this this place is much more than just a sports complex. This could be a place where people can come. Um, they can fellowship. They can get resources. They can work with the city of Phoenix. They can find an opportunity that they may not otherwise have found. It's a place they can come to and, and really, really search and find out who they are. So I ended up having a meeting with the city council. And so I'm down there at, at the you know city hall, and I'm meeting with them, and I'm, I'm laying out what I'm doing. And to be honest, I didn't really realize why I was there. All I knew is one thing led to another, and here I am. And they said, well, what do you need from us? I said, well, let me just tell you the story. Let me tell you the vision that I have for this 
complex. And um, after letting them know that, hey, I, I think this can be bigger, this can be a project that the city of Phoenix can get behind, they, they're going for it. So they asked for as much information, photographs, videos, anything that they could have that has to do with the sports complex because they're actually putting packets together now and they're going to be contacting their sponsors and large companies that they work with to start investing in this complex because they believe in our mission. And that's huge because they are, they are taking something that is an individual's idea and they're proclaiming it to be good. And to me, that's a blessing. Um, so I, I know that part of the, the audience of 960 The Patriot is a lot of people, influential business leaders. If someone's listening to you right now, inspired by the, mm-hmm. by the mission, the vision, it's volleyball, it's the why, I want to get involved, how would they, how would they get in contact with you? Um, it's, it's actually easy. I mean, they can get a hold of me by phone. I mean, they can call my cell phone. Um, and um, they can also send us an email, essentialsportscomplex at yahoo.com. It's actually very simple. Uh, they can Google us. They can give us a, a message on Google as well. And um, we are we are open right now. We are an open book. Um, one of the things that that has always been hard for me is asking for help. Um, and, and the nature of my job has always been I'm self-sufficient and self-reliant and so on. And, and I had to be that way. It was a matter of survival at times. I had to be able to, to land on my feet and, and well, I'm in a different position now, and I'm not asking for help because I want something out of this. I want to be able to get the help because I want to be able to provide more. I want to be able to service the community the way it needs to be, and this is where the Christian community can step in and really help me out and really get involved and see the mission and even bring in their own mission. Even what ideas do you have do you think I can promote out of my complex like I said, I'm an open book right now, and I, I, t- I take everyone. Well, as we've affirmed even earlier in the show, our God's a creator. Yes. He's creating something new at 23rd Avenue in Camelback. God's given favor with, with some open doors with the city council. Mm-hmm. Uh, new horizons are unfolding. I want the listener to know that we'll, up on our phoenixchristian.org website, we'll, with the show, we're going to connect with the Arizona with the Central Sports Complex, mm-hmm. with the Swirls Volleyball Organization. We're going to list uh, the email that Rosario has identified here on, mm-hmm. on how to get further involved. Um, gosh, this has got to be exciting. I you mean, know, it's it's so big, it's it's hard to even explain it. Um, like I said, it's, um, it's a God thing. I know it is. <clears throat> I couldn't write it out any better. I couldn't write this plan out any better, but yet it's still unfolding. Um, I'm not going step by step he's actually doing this for me. And when I left the department, it was very scary. It was, a, it was an unknown situation in my life. And it was closing one door, but not knowing what the other door was that was going to open. And I believe in walking by faith and not by sight. And so I had to really pull myself back and say, it really is in God's hands. And what does he have for me? I know everything I've been through in my career as an officer and and has set me up for this. It, it's conditioned me for this next step in my life. Well, what is it? And this is bigger than I can ever imagine. It's going to be hard. I'm up for the challenge. I am not a guy that runs. I'm very competitive. And I know that uh, God has placed me here because he believes in me. 
and he believes in my family. He believes in what we're doing. He believes in our mission. And so I know it's going to be successful because of those things. So um, that's incredible. You know, some nights when I leave the school, I'm pulling out and I see young people and waiting for family to pick them up. And I know backstories of what kids are journeying through. It is overwhelming. And, and sometimes on the drive home, as I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm thinking it's just, I listen to the lie that it's, that it's just me. Yeah. Um, but what I appreciate, what I'm hearing, and I'm, I'm learning this morning with you, is certainly God, um, but certainly there's an army of other people being driven um, like a feather on God's breath to serve our community, to be the light, and to be people of change and agents of change being driven by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I thank you for that. And, thank um, you. On a personal note, and I also want to thank you for your service to our community. Thank you. And for those Phoenix police officers out there that may be listening too, I want you to know that Phoenix Christian hosts a hospitality room. Uh, that room is there for you. We stock it. We keep it. Drinks and yummies there for you if you need a break and want to stop in, um, t- take some phone calls and have a quiet space. That's one of the ways that we can serve you. But please know that we... We cover you with our prayers and appreciate what you do. Well, thank you. I'm sure they appreciate that. And thank thank you for your service to the community. Okay, ladies, now um, it's customary that we end this show, I'm going to put you on the spot here, with um, something quick. Now, the the show's about ready to wrap here pretty quick, but I want you to think something cool that happened at school this week, something cool that's happening in your life as as you're growing. And Daisy, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I see a big smile on your face. Something cool that happened this week where you're learning, growing, changing. <laughs> it's oh, I mean, practice. I had practice yesterday and Monday, which is good. At the Central Sports Complex. Yes. On 23rd and Indian School. <laughs> um, and you know your why. Um, we have a tournament this Saturday, so I feel like working hard. I feel like we're all working hard so we can just do good in the tournament. So, there yeah, go. that's something good. I appreciate the smile on your face as you anticipate that tournament. Daniela, anything you want to add to that? Um, well, I have a boring life, so I just play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just had really fun at volleyball, and I'm really excited for our tournament this weekend. Life like change. Di- to dominate. There you go. And you know your why. Yes. <laughs> so, Daisy, Daniela, Amanda, Rosario, thank you. Thank you. And we'll have all the information that we've talked about here. If you're a parent and you want to get involved in this amazing program, check it out. Thanks for listening to The Beacon.